What up, people? This is Sean B, your boy, here with Kevy Kev in the motherfucking house, and we are bad dinner guests. RJ passed the biscuits. About to get our grub on, you know what I'm saying? All right, bro. So listen, I have a question for you, Kevin. All right. Say what's up to the people, man. I'll be I was, I, that was I wanted to be quiet because that was my favorite introduction that we've had. Oh, I wanted man. a nice, clear soundbite for later. I want that to be. Well, I want to reuse that. <laughs> RJ passed the biscuits. That's a, a clever nod to our producer RJ in the house tonight. Yes, sir. Making sure we sound nice and tasteful for y'all. So, Kev, I have a question that it's been a burning question I've had all week. So, relationship question, kind of. It don't have to be a relationship, but. <laughs> it has to do with the opposite sex. So, that us, I like. with us being men, we all like that. Well, most of us, I should say. Anyways, well. uh, the, all of us in this room, I would say, like that. But, uh, Wait, my where, question, where is Newt, anyway? <laughs> New the studio dog, dog is MIA. No talking dog. I love that dog. He, so likes, he likes human women, but dogs I've seen him Female lady. He like, seems to like the dudes when it comes to dogs. I'm cool with that. You know, I don't want him to be I, him. It's fantastic. Let him be an explorer if he shall. Hey, fuck it. Life's a garden, dig it. But, <laughs> okay, so back to your question. Anyways, yes, my question is: If you are seeing a girl on an intimate level, mm -hmm. and she is nowhere near your area code, but you're thinking about her, or whatever this case may be. You decide to send her a little text message and like, hey, when's the next time you're going to let me skitty skitty boom boom? Is that awkward or weird? Or can that be considered a goofy way of charm? A, go a, a goofy go charm, so to speak. Goofy charm. Because so, that's the way I look at it. But that's Okay, so, this <laughs> so the phrase was... What what did the text say? You, did you just I said, send a text, a text that said "skeety skeety boom"? I said, "What's up with it, girl? When's the next time you gonna let me skeety skeety boom boom?" And that's <laughs> question mark. Punctuation was correct. Everything was intact, but for some reason, it was awkward or weird. You know, I didn't really even get like a text giggle, like a LOL. It was just like awkward or so. I forget what the fuck she said, but anyways, it offended me. And I was like, you know what? Listen, girl, when I hit you up. And I say something like that, you better just think of me as thinking of you and be, you know, fucking, I don't know, content with it. Don't be thinking, oh, wow, you're being weird. I'm not fucking being weird. You're being weird because you don't want to be on my same level of romantic. You know what I'm saying? I'm a romantic guy, bro. Like a water hose. Yeah, dude. I yeah. like to skate, skate, boom, yeah. boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, the, I mean... Honestly, dude, is that weird? Because if it is, I need a man to tell me man to man. Because the way I look at it, I think the bitches, I'm sorry, the women, I, I really apologize. I'm going to say that. I think women. Hillary. Eh, <laughs> no, I don't want to offend any women. I love women. And I'm not, I'm trying to, just so you know, honestly, I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying that word, even not referring to women. I really have been trying to work on that. Did you drop the N-bomb again? No, I said the B-word, and I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying that. Because, it, I mean, it's downright disrespectful. I have a daughter, and I have been trying to get out of the habit of saying it. But I started to refer as women in general as the bees, and I, I, I stopped myself. But anyways, so, Kev, how do you feel? Is it awkward? So is the question uh, – I, I, I feel like uh, – leave it to me to dive way into a simple question. Are you asking me if – the, just the idea of a text about, hey, when are you going to let me hit it? Is that part awkward? Or are you asking me if the phrase skeety, skeety, boom, boom is awkward? Because I don't know the lingo that you two have. Maybe she's used to you saying skeety, skeety, boom, boom. To me, that sounds like you've, you've played on the blacktop with me a lot, man. You, you know what I'm what? like on the court. That sounds like something I say after I hit a jump shot to try to throw the other, to make them giggle and throw them off. Right. I mean, right. That sounds like a. Milk and cookies situation. I feel it. <clears throat> well, I guess the phrase is what I'm really asking. The phrase is where you're going because I I kind of feel 
that's a little bit of an awkward one for me, man. I don't think that I would honestly say skeety skeety boom boom. Why not though? But because it just re it reminds me of of Dave Chappelle <coughs> and just saying like first of all, according to Dave, we, we can't even be saying skeet on the radio. So I don't know. We're we're getting just all sorts of trouble right now. Uh, but <laughs> the skeet. Skate, skate. That is a word. I, I feel like I say that word all the time when I play you in NBA 2K. You do. But you do. I don't think I also I don't get too goofy. I'm kind of all about my business when it comes to that. And so I don't even think I'm I'm not much of a goofy flirt kind of guy. So I'm not really I don't really know what to tell you here. Well, I'm sure that would work. I don't know about the phrase. There might be some girl who'd be like, "Ha ha, that goofy, that dumbass, that goofball." Right. Well, I guess. Okay, let me explain this a little bit more. Hair later. I don't know how that works. I would so never. Re I would never recommend saying something like that to a girl who just started seeing. The girl I'm referring to, I've been with over three years. So you would think by now she would expect me, random and goofy like that. But for some reason, it's not acceptable. <laughs> It's inappropriate, or it's weird, or I'm with my family. Is your fucking family reading my text? I don't give a damn where you're at. I should be able to say skitty skitty boom boom, and you're like, ha ha, cool, hey, like, I'll put it you somewhere I get home. Cool, sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It should just be like a fluid fucking conversation. It shouldn't be a, a big deal. You know what I mean? It's like, that's like when you hit me up, you're like, hey, we can go give me some of that D. Okay, I'm at work, but when I get home, you're going to get this D. Okay, it's like, it's the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the way I word it's different. I don't use it's not a term the everyday person would use, but it's a term that, you know. Maybe the maybe yeah. the moral of the story, Sean, is that skeety skeety boom boom is not going to make any woman sploosh. You know, maybe that was. That's not the goal. Maybe the, the, the goal is not. The goal is just to be, what, appeased here? Put goal, a little smile on your face goal, and be like, you know. The goal here, folks, is to settle. So. <laughs> I know, I know you're not in the mood, and I'm not going to try to get you in the mood. You just say yes. No. You is this what you is this essentially what you're saying no. as far as what like because I'm just saying potentially maybe it it just like the the phrase didn't work. Maybe if you had tried something else in the future that was goofy, like you know, like like when you gonna let me like for instance, cat, like a dog, like for instance, I'm yeah, no, maybe, but for instance. You know, if if my girlfriend were at Thanksgiving, I might, and I knew she were at dinner, I might send her a text that said, "You'd better not have any underwear on right now." There's something. If they want to get random, right? I don't know. Maybe that's dark. I don't know. Maybe that's weird. <laughs> you better not have any underwear on. I don't know. I would have sent something just like absolutely goofy, but it wouldn't even be about. I also I don't really hint at it, pretty much. Like I don't do a whole lot of. There's not a lot of sexual tension in my text messages. That's the way. Let's put it that way. Is it for straightforward about it? No, like, man. I I I work better in person. I'm much better when you give me no time to react and I just have to do my knee jerk response. When I have time to think about it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the more time you give me to think about it, the worse I am. Eh, I, I feel it. I mean, each his own. I just wanted a little bit of clarification. I need to hear it from one of my best friends because I really, I've been kind of like, what the fuck, man? Like, so here's what you do: just it's all a numbers game, man. So you just try it. I would suggest twenty of your most free spirited female Facebook friends. I would send that message to and see what your response is. If you if you retain fifteen percent there, if you get two or three responses from that. I'd say it's worth using occasionally. That should be a bad hat. Bad hat? <laughs> you have to send that message to 20 random chicks from your Facebook if you lose the bet. Ooh, and then we get ooh, the results. Oh, that is just a vicious bet. That, that is a Dude, look at RJ. Oh, my Come God. Out the that's, cut with the that's just killer oh, fucking that, punishment. That hurts me. Man. That's gonna have to be a like a. No one's gonna take that bet though. No, it's gonna be so hard. That's to find. the thing. Exactly. You, know, you take you the bet before you draw it. So we could disagree over anything and bet on it, and that be the result. It could be something minor as fuck, or. But I see. I what I. What I see happening here is we're gonna have a lot of people just avert from even placing a bet because right. they're scared of that one yeah. monster. It's not even that bad. 
That is pretty bad. Random chicks. Because random. You say it. Skitty skitty boom boom. Skitty skitty boom. But see, you're saying no. That's not what you're saying. And you can't reply after that. You're saying, hey, when you gonna let me skitty skitty boom boom? Right. That was a little different. If we're taking, I would like to amend it to just send it then. Skitty skitty boom. That's a little different. Yeah, that's more like you're more willing to place a bet. Yeah, I couldn't. Because I could just hit up a random girl who, like, I've been friends with for like ten years, and after cut, I'm like, "Yo, when you gonna let me skitty skitty boom?" I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" But what I'm saying to you is in is in a world where there are freedom of speech zones, that sending skitty skitty boom boom between women could get you in a lot of trouble, or could get you a lot of ass. It depends on how you look at it, dude. It depends on your market. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make you scared of it. I want. I I'm want this to be in the bad skitty, skitty, boom, You think boom. there are 20 people on my Facebook? I might. Oh, you I might just like it. add people randomly and then just send it to. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I should do that. This is like a tester. You know what I'm saying? Tell you the results. Just float it. Get a Tinder for it. You know. If you lose, just get a Tinder. Just make that. How about this? Make that your Tinder profile. Like your description, just having to say skeety, skeety, boom, boom, and see how many likes you get, and see how many matches you make. I'm gonna check it out, man. For real. And then give him that old nasty Nate, and just right swipe everybody on your Tinder, and so that way you just get all the matches that you you can right. <laughs> you could possibly get, and then you get to yeah, I can even throw like a weak face at the end. Yeah, too. like skeety, skeety, boom, boom, wink. Yeah, and then have a, have a, the rain. Yes. That's dope. the way to go. Dope. So I think that's what, because I can't answer it because I, I'm going to start saying that to you now in Madden on Twitch videos. Like when I score touchdowns, I'm going to be saying it's skinny bum. But I can't, can't I don't think I can say it. So using it against me though, I'm competitive. That's the only time I'm going to use it. That's the best way to trash talk someone. Yeah, I might even think I might even think it like this. That's terrible. Just gonna be all oh, all in your face. You fuck. But yeah, man. So speaking of that, we might as well have a little discussion. Well, something's been weighing on my mind because you being the friend you have been throughout the years, you've been there while I've crashed and burned through numerous relationships. So you've always been there to help pick up the pieces, which I admire, by the way. Good friend you are, Kev. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, you do. Motherfucker. <laughs> but no, um, so yeah. This must be when I dissociate. And I, have, and I have also witnessed similar situations with yourself. No. So, what? So. Yeah, right. So my question is, why do you think us being creative people, pursuing creative arts, different outlets or whatever mm -hmm. have such a hard time sustaining a you know stable healthy functioning relationship i my answer for this is actually kind of probably a little deep and maybe I, I might even be a little out there I don't know if I should dive into it right away. I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe we'll discuss it at length. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. I think that there's a pattern. When you look at creative types of people, and let's use as our sort of test subject here, the ones that we know that we're good enough at it to be famous doing it and to make a lot of money doing it. So some recurring themes you see amongst the famous musicians and artists and actors is you see a lot of them die early from drug problems. A lot of them get divorced a ton. Right. A lot of them seem to have uh, some mental and social issues at times. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of them have dissociated personalities or split personalities that they they think that they become someone else. I mean, the, the, you can... Feel like it's you're not, describing an alcoholic. It's sort of <laughs> so. Basically, what what I'm getting at is what makes, in my opinion, what makes the creative person was pretty much a traumatized or a troubling childhood. Okay. I think that we all, while we are all creative, that those of us that were children that, for one reason or another, just chose that we didn't like our reality enough, so we spent a lot of time in our made up reality. Oh yeah, I think that. So I kind of truly believe that the what people might call the creative gene isn't a gene whatsoever. That is actually an early age defense mechanism for the the social world that we live in now. 
and that <coughs> mentally it's kind of if you're not cool with your reality you just get good at making new realities and living off in la la land right i know that's sort of where it came from for me as a child was I, I was also an only my I was an only child growing up at that point. And so I got to spend a lot of time alone, just daydreaming, creating some things. And right. so that kind of goes coincides, in my opinion, with the inability to maintain a good relationship, because it probably stems from, you know, I don't see too many creative people out there that are trusting. Also, you're in this sort of like rattlesnake pit as far as what you want to do as much as so many of people that get into art do it for good intentions there there are a lot of people out there that yeah it's really a snake pit it's, there are a lot of people out there that don't have your best interest they're going to try to screw you over they're going to try to rob you make money off you it's not a place that's easy to build trust which is the single most important thing in a relationship as far as i can tell because all of mine have failed so i thought that's that's probably the big key right there because I don't really I, I don't really trust people. Maybe that's where that came from as well. There's this thing, there's this thing sort of uh it's been it was called to me the writer's curse. Uh, I think actually at one point uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, we were in a fight and something. I think at this point we had been broken up for a little while and we were in between we were on a little break and then we were in the process of getting back together because we were at the same bar together and a buddy of mine was talking to me about something and I, I forget I forget what I even said, but he just looked at me. He had known me for a while. And he just kind of laughed and said, yeah, man, the writer's curse is real. And that was, and I had never even really thought or heard about it. And then I looked at, into like my favorite authors, like Philip K. Dick had been divorced multiple times. Hunter S. Thompson divorced multiple times. Um, you, know, you look at Stephen King again, you look at so many of the creative types that we see, they, they all go through, they it, all yeah. go through the ringer. And I, and I don't know, Maybe it's just like a flavor of the month kind of thing where they just, you know, they they get to be rich and pay extra money for trainers and they're all just like at peak physical attractiveness. So they rush in, get married, and then they, the two movies down the road, there was, you know, I don't know, maybe they just have access to other, you know, individuals that we don't have access to. I feel like uh, there's a, a lot, divorce feels like it's rampant in the creative world. Um, I, but maybe it probably is more likely just the personalities that these are people that can't really coexist with other people to that extent where they right. run a life together. Right. Especially I can also see it with it being two creative people. Like it's one, I mean, it's one thing of like you're a creative person and then you get with someone who like is not that type of, you know, doesn't live that type of lifestyle that may or may not be easier to maintain but like i do feel like if you were dating someone who does the exact same thing you do it could be strenuous because with us being you know pursuing the field we're pursuing we'll probably be on the road quite a bit you know doing like different stuff like traveling and you know whether it be for interviews or rj's gonna be live on the field tonight yeah getting it right so i mean yeah you know like in there that, that can definitely build tension because i've noticed something you know a lot of relationships in the past like I will say this and I can stand by that. I have never cheated on any girlfriend I've been serious with. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> are you serious? You are Ari Gold right now. No, I'm for real. Dude. I haven't cheated on my wife ever since she became my wife. Well, no, I'm for real, dude. Like, ever since I've had a legit. Damn it, Kevin. I just, no, you, honestly, what you said was. What, as, I may have said it weird, but I honestly mean, like. I've never cheated on any of my serious girlfriends, but the ones that I don't care about, bro. I'm talking about like little fair like, game, baby. I'm talking about like okay, high school days are different, but I'm talking about since That's I've been fair. an adult, I've like had a actual girlfriend. Title's legit. Everything's legit. Never cheated. <laughs> Everything's legit. Never cheated. But like, you know, but I have been accused of it multiple times, and it's mainly because I do kind of live a loner lifestyle. Like I do like a lot of me time, and when I'm not enjoying my me time, I'm kind of like hanging with my boys. I'm working on like creative stuff, yeah. you know, as far as like. Of which I'm making a comeback, by the way. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I've been away for a few years. But a lot of that has to do with being in a serious relationship and trying to live that like type of lifestyle. But I've realized, against a girl, you know, I mean, I've realized it's just uh, it's not for me, you know. And it's like time to kind of get back into my own little way of doing and 
Get back to where you once belonged. Getting in my group, bro. You know, being with my boys and working on stuff. Because, I mean, some of the happiest times I've had in my life have been stuff with my crew. Like, when we did the 48-hour film festival, one of the happiest weekends of my life. As stressful as it was, mm-hmm. looking back on it, it was legit one of the happiest times of my life. Because, I mean, it was just nice to be able to create. And that whole the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? We were yeah. all busting the ass. And it was a good time. It was real stressful. But none of us have slept. I think in, like, what, 48 hours the most anyone has slept had been like three hours or something. Something like that. It was something retarded, dude. Ridiculous and a lot of fun and a lot of work. And I I get what you mean. I I don't, the way I see it, the way I feel about it at least, is that in order for me to succeed and continue, because we've been going at this for a while now, and it's been only recently that we've really started to get some momentum the approach, at least for my personal life, has changed to where I sort of treat what we're doing as my relationship now. Like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think about is the the to-do list that we have, things that we're trying to do. Right. And it's what I think about before I go to bed. And it's what I love. And I kind of like it more because, yeah, you get some letdowns. Like got my wrist slapped by Warner Brothers was a, was a letdown. I, I, I didn't realize that I, I learned a good lesson, though. I screwed that one up. You know, so it's not all fun and games. You do have moments that upset you about it, so it is kind of like a relationship in that sense. But I think for me, that's why I don't really pursue anything right now. I don't feel like I can have both. Right. I personally don't want to be responsible for anyone else's happiness right now. I'm trying to take care of mine. And once I have that set... But when you, it's funny you mentioned uh, cheating. To make this conversation a little more entertaining and to point out one of the reasons why I can't, as an individual I want to be, create or, and sustain a relationship is, Sean, I have been accused of cheating because of you. Oh, really? No. And you, you know this person. You are familiar I will only reference her by first name, and I would I would normally leave names out of it, but this situation got to the point where she wrote an article about me, tried to agree, tried to get me to agree to use my full name in it, in which she pretty much just badmouthed me. Allowed her to use my first name because I don't think anybody in Boston is going to know. Of, there's there's probably at least three people in Boston named Kevin, so. Yeah. And I'm not even up in Boston, so what the hell do I care? Right. But this girl, Jahan, who accused me of cheating because also we weren't even like really dating, which was the worst part about it. It's like a flame type thing. It was like, it was that in that early transition. It's like like we were, I don't know, I don't understand understand titles or any of that bull crap, but like it was in its infancy. We had hung out a handful of times. We were getting to know each other. There was no like, it's no stated interest either way on pursuing anything further. And I got busy because this was when we were in the early going and I had been hired by you to make a music video. My so here I am working on this. is my first music video. I really, I, we, we had already recorded it. I, I directed my first video. I was excited about it. First thing that wasn't for like a training video or cut. It was my first real piece of art that I got to make, that I was getting to work on. I was really right. excited. So I, I made a, a rookie mistake in editing. Because as you remember, we filmed what we did for when we did this video, Sean and our good friend Jarrell Man Man, he's with Sean on Replay or Recycle, another podcast will be coming up here soon. They they sang and did their lines over over the audio of the camera, and then what I did. I took the, I, I cleared that off, and then we, so we added the song, you know, editors, this is all just normal uh, run-of-the-mill stuff. What I forgot to do, I forgot to link the clips, so I spent hours, I spent an, almost a whole week of my spare time putting up this music video to fit to the song, the studio right. version of the song that you had given me, and forgot to link, and forgot to attach the clips in the beginning. We also so, had to do like a reshoot too. Like yeah. We had to reshoot some footage at like another location. So it, it was, I do remember that being kind of a lengthy process. So yeah, what, what, how the situation played out was I met this girl at work, actually. I was bartending and she was a customer. She just kept coming downstairs to buy beers and eventually 
work had to talk me in to be like, hey, because I just did. So, somebody told me to ask that to ask her out or whatever. I did, and we hung out a handful of times, and then all of a sudden the music video was done, and it was time to work on that. And she was hitting me up constantly, and my reasoning for not hanging out every time working on this edit, and then I fucked the edit up. And it took me about 10 days to edit a three minute music video. And so, yeah, she showed up to my job and like bitched me out about being irresponsible and acting like a child. Because after a while, I just started to avoid her. Yeah. Because while I was trying to work on our stuff, which was stressing me out anyway, because I had already fucked it up once, then I'm also getting my cell phone just blown up all day long about like, you know, basically just why aren't you paying more attention to me, this and that. And I'm like, holy fuck. When was our five-year anniversary? This I feel like I'm married to you already, right. and we're not even dating, and I got to go. Um, <laughs> months later, she went and wrote an article about me. I wish I wanted to find it. I didn't have time to find it before. I promise you guys, if I find it, open this episode, or re, you know, do an extension at right. a later date, and I will read to you guys the article that was written about me. I remember I actually have to take a little bit of the responsibility of, I do remember being, I don't know if that was the only one, but I do remember being a factor in encouraging you to. Yeah, I, you played a very interesting role in that whole scenario. Right? I, 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 I kind of think you should share that with the people because you also, she started, you also. She had, was trying to talk to me on the side, dude. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it was probably just to kind of get closer to you, but like, so. Because it was Kevin, also an after the fact thing. Too. It was. You, you were. Yeah. I, it felt almost like a high school scenario. It had been a while since I had a buddy have to come up to me and be like, "Dude, look, this is what this is what's going on." Over right. Here. Well, okay. So, Kevin and I have been friends for years now, and we met at a place down on OSU campus. Check out Bread and Circuses, the Grilled Cheese Blues. If you don't know what we're talking about, we had a whole episode about our groups. Yep. So conception. Well, actually, no, we didn't actually meet there. That's when we got to know each other better, I should say. I actually met him through a roommate he had who also worked there. But anyways. Max. Yes, Max. <laughs> but anyway, so we were working. And at that point, I had been there for a while. And I was like daytime trainer guy or whatever. Kev was the boss. GM. So, like, you know, uh, me and him worked a lot together. You know, we were very close. Trained a lot of new employees, and he would tell me what the fuck to do and all that good stuff. So who's my boss? Well, anyways, there was a girl that came in, and she had a friend who I always thought was kind of hot, by the way. And then she spilled a drink on me, and she promised to buy me a drink at a later time because they were during a class or whatever. So it just shows you what kind of girls they were drinking before class. But ain't fucking ways. And this is no, where alcoholic what, beverages, by the way. I was into. I was going to say, that's like the thing I look for. I know. I think I still have her phone. And the more we talk about it, I, I actually remember it, dude. It was a Guinness. She spilled a Guinness on me. Oh, it wasn't the chick. You're talking about it was her friend who spilled uh, a drink on me. But the girl you're talking about, she felt bad. I remember that. Yeah. And then girl who spilled the drink on me, her friend, remember cussed me out over chili cheese fries one night. Remember that? When she came in and was like, this was why you were still messing with her friend. And she like came in one night and her name dropped you while I was working a uh, Friday night, and she tried to get free chili cheese fries. That's actually <laughs> is it? Yeah, those two people. There okay, well, either way, <laughs> this story. Yeah. This story suddenly makes me look bad. Because <laughs> 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 who you're referring to? The person that cussed oh. you out over cheese fries was an ex of mine that used oh. to when I was when we were talking when we were chatting. Not an ex again, just somebody that I had been seeing a customer after we were talking and try to hustle free cheese fries. Out ah. of and it had been a while. She hadn't she hadn't done that in a while. And she came back and tried again, and Sean shut her down. And, yeah, because I, re I remember that situation. you were there not like chilling at the bar, I think. Because that actually happened after this uh, Jahan. Okay. Gone. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off topic. I just thought the two were. But, anyways, so no, this man, Jahan. Bad, dude. So this Jahan, <laughs> um, she, uh with Kevin, you know, they Kevin cuts it off, you know, takes the dick away, and she's really not happy. So she starts talking to me, like, 
because she knew I did music and all this, and like Kevin talked about me and all this shit. And she like heard about the video, obviously, that Kev was working on that or whatever. So it's talking to me and stuff, and then like so I'm like, yeah, we should hang out sometime, this and that, this and that, trying to shoot shit. And then eventually it got to where it got weird because she's like trying to spy on you because she would always ask me how you were doing and always like this and that. Like mm -hmm. and I was always like, yo, Kev, tell me what was up. And then like, you know, it was cool. And then like out of nowhere, this whole story thing came up, right? The the story came afterward. The story came like I think a couple months after. Right after we like kind of forgot about her, Loki. Right? Yeah, yeah. She went away on an internship and came back. Yeah, uh, yeah man. The more we talk about, I mean, I miss her. Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck that is dumb. Does that not sound like the perfect like Harley Quinn kind of sidekick to have? Like, just yeah, man. You probably could have, like... Like, that's some Goodfellas stuff. Like, I could have woken up one day to her straddling me with a gun, a loaded gun yeah. on my forehead, and that shit would have gotten me up. Like, <laughs> that would have gotten my blood flowing. We Is watched, it weird that we, I feel the same way? Though? I don't know. It's not like me. Dude, we had this conversation upon Goodfellas, and I said, literally, like, that is the hottest thing ever. That's I wake up, and... and the, Chick is mad enough at me where she's got to, she's just going to like, she's like, wait, I don't know. I'm twisted as fuck. I don't know. It's That's crazy. Yeah. In, in reality, if it, if it would actually happen, I'd probably shit my pants and not really feel that way anymore. Maybe it's just Karen in that movie, Goodfellas, but there's just, I don't think it is. I, I feel like, uh, I, I like uh, the crazy ones, man. I do too, and that's what always gets me. And that's what this whole episode is about. Yeah, it's just yeah, me putting it out there for the <laughs> Why are you trying to rush yourself, Kevin? You because Tinder isn't working anymore. No. Yeah. It's absolutely not. It's good for a hot or not. But we did that episode already. It's fine. But, anyways, so I mean, the moral of the story is realize that just being in this field, pursuing this dream, the best man you know what i mean like maybe it's just like not that i'm like anti-relationship but i have realized that it's just not the time with that being said i have a i have a question to ask you up, now. you asked me a question i want to ask I'm you a, a less serious question you're reluctant to answer it truthfully though the other end of this spectrum opportunity for you to be at a bar as a creative person when you have some things going for you don't because most people aren't going to fact check you or snopes you on their phone or whatever. Right. Have you ever used what you do to get yourself laid? I absolutely have. Because there are definitely moments where, like, you, you're saying something just in general in conversation and the like, girl's ears are perking. like, huh, what? You do what? And then you just see, and it might not even have anything to do with the idea. I'm not suggesting there are any gold diggers in our realm because they would be severely oh, they mistaken. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't exist in my world. I don't think I've ever had anyone think that it mistake me for someone who's going to be famous. Oh, um, that's where, where I was getting at with you was like, you know, I could see how potentially, yeah, I've been around enough like on the edge, close to famous people. I've been... I, Greg Odin has shown up and seen just like the tail that would throw itself at Greg Odin. And I'm like, man, what would it be like? How easy would it be if you were that person just to use that to get laid all the time? So how tempting is it? Like how often, or not how often, is there, you know, just you got a story or something? Yeah, actually I did, you man. A good one? one time I uh, was performing at this place called Burnsies that is no longer in existence. It's little, it was a little after hour spot on the west side. And uh, it's pretty much where all the local hip hop artists would go and get their little shine on. Legendary spot the for ground. people. Yeah, it, was, it really was. And a lot of good artists came and went there. And, you know, it was, the, the DJ that had DJ Kid Money, his like mom owned the spot. So he was DJing every weekend and fucked up. And bitches would go in. Women would just, <laughs> women would just go in there like um, constantly. You know, take the man out of hip hop. You can't take the hip hop out of man. But they would just go in there and shit. So you'll always be ass just floating around like on little 
I'm kind of wondering if my mom's gonna ever let you come over for a family dinner. Probably not, man. I think I'm, I've shot. I don't know if I can promote this. I can promote the shit out of this episode. Yeah, you say bitches too often. Oh shit! Damn it, Kevin. Oh no, you're a bad influence. Yeah, right. My mom, <laughs> my mom calls me a bitch when she has more drinks than I. I've heard your mom <laughs> say that. Oh my god. That's a story for me. My mom won't call me a bitch. She will insist that I not be. She called us all bitches. Like <laughs> she was not shy about calling us bitches. But anyway, your coolest, mom's great. Yeah, she's awesome. She's great. But um, she whipped my ass in a street fight. Yeah, not like with a paddle. She had like <laughs> I can see your mom having like a broken glass bottle and like using it as a weapon for real, just like <laughs> fucking up like a group. Is it the it's the motorcycle? But anyway. she's badass, man. For real. <laughs> my mom's been like a punk rocker. She races. That's cars. that's probably the other another reason I can't hold on to a relationship is uh, I don't really know that I'm ever gonna. My mom's maybe met one girl that I've ever dated. I don't think I'm ever gonna get her approval on anyone. You know what that's like? Yeah. You know, like I'm sure there are some people out there that are just kind of like, yeah, I don't ever take in my girlfriends being my parents because I just know, like I just know what the reaction is gonna be. Your mom is intimidating for men, <laughs> let alone a female. Like, again, I've never really seen your mom around other women, so I don't really know how she interacts. Dude, oh man, so. some funny stories I could tell you about what she used to say. But my high school and college girlfriend, she would be. This is a great thing. So English is not my mom's first language. So there would be times when she'd get really frustrated and angry that she would say something that you could absolutely understand, but it wouldn't quite be phrased the way you would expect it to be phrased in English. So one time she said something in regards to an ex-girlfriend of mine and said, if I see that bitch on, on my porch again, I'll knock her. And I was just like, oh. I wish I, yeah, just like stuff like that. Like, yeah, she, so she would be pretty intimidating to the ladies. And so, yeah, after this episode, after the bad uh, Tinder matches episode and this one, I have, I have poured cement over my, my dating life. It is done. I don't know, dude. What were we even talking about from Grandma and your mom? Like, I don't remember. Oh, when I've used. What I do. Oh, yeah, because uh, you reminded me that that's you right. probably couldn't come over to my house for dinner with all this language. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Right. That's right. But, yeah, so, I mean, there was a ton of Burnsies when I was doing my thing. I had Jarrell with me, and uh, I got a little messed up on the alcohol and narcotics. I'm not going to specify which one, but, you know, it's time in my life where I wasn't, you know, necessarily excluding them from my You're on that skitty boom boom. I was on my skitty skitty boom boom. <laughs> but uh, I, was pretty, I was pretty messed up, and I – there was a female in attendance who had pretty much been at all the shows and she had made moves on me before and I never really gave it a go. But at this point I happened to be single and I was pretty intoxicated. So I'm like, yo, uh, you just felt like getting your oil checked. I guess. Well, we made our way to the bathroom and oh, she sucked me up in a stall. <laughs> but I do remember like, I like the biggest thing was she'd been a fan of my music forever. And like she'd always been on my Facebook posting things and she's been sharing it. She's talking about when to like pretty much lead my Sean B street team, you know, like promote my shit. Now, you know, little flyers and stuff. <laughs> so she sucked me up in a stall. And I looking back on it, it was the first time. It was actually an accomplishment, man. The first time a girl with no teeth. Like she didn't have dentures in or anything. And I didn't really realize it until the next day in my house. Oh, she had no I got a gummy, dude. Yeah. It was my first time ever getting a gummy. And it was oh, she like, was an old lady? No, she just had, didn't have teeth, dude. She had like one of those little diseases where her teeth fell out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's hey man, that's and but she had a lot of them pulled, you know, she had like, you know, just some issues. I mean she had like dentures and shit. She went like old. She was like actually probably younger than me. Oh, and you just hadn't realized that she popped them out. Yeah, I hadn't, yeah, I didn't realize until like the next day. Honestly, when I like, were you having like flashbacks or something? Pretty why? Did, did you take video or something? You saw her take the dentures, the mouth. No, she out? told me about it. She's like, "Hey, I was that gummy last night." She didn't say it like that. But she, <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, where is this? Where is this girl? What's your phone number?" <laughs> but no, she pretty much asked me how I liked it. You know what I'm saying? And because she was pretty sure I never had it done before, and I'm like, "No, you're right, I haven't." She's like, yeah, well, sometimes I like doing that. It just feels better for my, me too. Not having, you know. So, 
<laughs> Scotty, no? Damn it, man. You beat me to that one on the bucket list. But yeah, it was Scotty, I was man. saving that for the retirement village. <laughs> but yeah, it was my first coming. It was pretty cool. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? It was the best. A gummy with a tongue ring. Tongue ring. What? She did. And she had a nose ring. Well, the nose ring doesn't have any effect on it. It kind of does if she uses her nose to rub your penis. Oh, well, that's uh, what? She didn't, but I'm saying I wish she would. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be pretty sweet, dude. What is, uh, I don't, yeah. I have no comment. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, like she was very the snake bite. Yeah, you know the little two piercings. Like, oh, that's what that's called. Yeah, the snake bait. But uh, yeah. I was trying to come up with a clever. I don't have yeah, snake bite. I guess I was trying to come up with a better name for it. So like, let's rename that now. But no, snake bite works. I mean, she has one that's called a Maro. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those. <coughs> fan of like the. Face birthmarks, anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, I'm sounding real shallow right now, but I mean, I'm just like, hey, if yeah, you have one of those and you can make it work, perfect. But I don't know why people go out and get one put in their face. I'm like, man, that's not. Also, in my younger I days, I would like to like just go up to girls, like chit chat and everything, and I would like rap a little, like a couple lines. You know, oh like, yeah, in their ear, you know what I'm saying? Like, lines. That could specifically so rap. you would rap pickup lines pretty much. Oh my god! Not like pickup lines, but just bars I wrote towards you know ladies, like directing towards getting laid. So bar, so rap and pickup lines. I mean, pretty kinda. Much. And they were with the intent. Yeah, because you know it's like quite a few times actually. Can we do? I don't know if it can be a recurring skit, but one of these upcoming episodes, I would like some new. Or recycled Sean B. rap pickup lines. I want to see what you got, so you can give it because they're decent underground hip hop following on our media presence here. They probably just all want us to like their SoundCloud and YouTube pages, but that's cool. That's yeah, fine. Whatever, fine. We can show them this video and show them how they can find love yeah. in the bar <laughs> and learn a, learn a thing about like, learn a thing too about rhymes. I like it. Let's do this. Right. And then and. As well, oh, you weren't here for Noah Nichols, the author of No Net. He came in, and he's got some raps written in his book, and he performed them on air for us. It was fantastic. So I actually remember one. You want me to go real quick? Like, yes, I, I do. Want, I want we. I want a pickup line to leave the people with. I wouldn't call it a pickup line, but it was I would. Just, Shut up, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> just like one was like. <clears throat> Your beauty's impeccable, for a spectacle, and intellectual, highly incredible. That's how I see you. Stars how I treat you. It's been nice to meet you. Like little things like that. Yeah, like okay. Get you know, it. Just a little little something, nothing crazy. Like it's not really like sexual or anything. It was just kinda like a little you know, but rap it, you know what I'm saying? Like I would try to make it go over whatever song was playing on the jukebox. You know, I would kind of scratch in goes and shit to the beat. But. See, I had a similar tactic because I would just walk up to girls and recite quotes from the Yin Yang Twins. Hey, yeah, I'd just be like, hey, bitch. I'd be like, you got a sexy ass body and your ass looks soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'll touch it to see if it's soft. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's not right. To the window, <laughs> to the wall. Just yeah. wipe down my mouth. Oh, skeet, skeet, skeet. Boom, boom. That's, that's what you need. That's the new pickup line. You just walk up and just say, what's your opinion on skeety, skeety, boom, boom? And then when she's like, I don't know what that is, then you're going to be like, well, I'd have to show you. <laughs> yes. And then you just hope that she was attracted to you within the first seven seconds of right. seeing you, in which case you're good. If not, you're creepy. That's the only real difference there. I kind of like being creepy now, though. Like, I say all the time. I just like sometimes I will intentionally try to be creepy. I, I don't know why which I get enjoyment one of us out of that. Have dug a bigger grave for ourselves as far as getting laid in the future with this podcast. Uh, I think we're <laughs> here's the good thing: most women don't listen to podcasts. Oh, that's right. And even less listen to new podcasts on YouTube Live. That's so you're probably right. safe. We are 100 percent in the clear. If anything, I'm just going to die with me. And listeners, we'll call Sorry. you out if we see you. So you mean, you mean all those 
all those ladies following us on SoundClouds are on SoundCloud artists bots, aren't they? Yes, I already, I actually already knew that. Damn you know, it, funny, man, I was trying to holler at one. You were trying to holler at one of the girls whose tweets was a virgin. <laughs> like, those are my favorite ones. I always, no, I do not. <laughs> Come on, girl. Are you the one that's been sending those DMs? No, I just always <laughs> reply in hopes, just like every prince from Nigeria. You never know which one's going to be the one. See, those are the type of shits I would be like, skinny, skinny, boom, boom, right on. I wouldn't even feel bad about it just because I know some creepy old man's gonna see it. Make it a make it a hashtag thing. Skinny, skinny, boom, boom. Yeah, there's a couple of different ways to try this theory. So, I just can we make that like if it does work out in our like in my favor? Can we make it the uh, slogan? I don't know about that. I'm, you're not gonna get me to commit to that on the air. I don't care. If I thought you were my friend. See, this is your tactic. It's your Come classic on, tactic. Man. Yep. <sighs> I'm not doing it. Not on the air. You, my, I used to do that stuff to my mom. I would say no. I would ask my dad in front of my mom with my friend in front of me if my friend could stay the night just to really put the pressure <laughs> on. So I'm used to your moves, man. Not working that on me. Come on. I don't care if your mother, the audience, wants it. No, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So I think we both agree on our conclusion, right, of the whole it's going to be hard to shit. I guess. I mean, I don't really have a conclusion when it comes to this. Some people <sighs> think it work. I'm just different, man. I don't – I think you – people – have to figure out and be happy with themselves like be in love with yourself and find oh, a level Christ. of happiness i'm i don't care if you don't like it or not <laughs> i don't care RJ. that's the truth that i found like i have been so much happier when i just work on myself right wow. now if you're that's at a point where you already feel that way about yourself then cool then maybe then that's when you can work in a relationship if you don't love yourself you don't care you know don't i don't know i don't have good advice about i just that. really enjoy getting have you ever like fair <laughs> Have you ever sucked on a titty so oh hard that breast milk came out? Has that ever happened to you? Mm, no. Never ever. And you really want it to have happened. <laughs> I kind of did it. Because it's happened to you? No, it's never happened to me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I've, I've fantasized about it before. I haven't. No. What do Dude, I I've heard that shit tastes really good. It's like I... vanilla, like soy milk type of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those like little almond milks you can get. In store, bro, that's not where it tastes like. Just real. get the almond milk, man. Just get the yeah, but at least. But it's not fresh milk. like that, dude. If it comes out of a real teddy, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the freshest milk you could possibly get. Knock a bitch up, I guess. Nah, I'll find out. Just find a one that's already knocked up and stuff on her teddy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man, because certain jobs give out uh, chicks now, so you can just get a chick knocked up and get a four week vacation. It's not there. worth the eight two years of hell. You're yeah, I when guess it doesn't I work out. Yeah, you gotta balance the scales on that one. It's not worth it. Don't be getting any ideas, Kevin. I'm not getting any ideas. Yeah, I was, I was helping out with my little brother. He was all the helping change that dude's diapers at 17 was all the birth control I ever need. I'm not doing that shit again. Kids are awesome. Dad knows how old shit you got to deal with. Though. How old was he when he finally had to like? Seven. Well, he was born when I was fifteen. Your seventeen-year-old brother's diapers. No, I, when I was seventeen, I was changing diapers and stuff after school. Kate, like I helped out with my parents a little bit, you know. So what? What? At least somebody's trying to be a good brother would do. So, but it was enough for me to be like, yeah, dude, I don't want to be doing this anytime soon. Like this is just me helping mom and dad out. Imagine if this was just my responsibility. Like fuck all that. No. I don't want to sit here and watch <coughs> Disney movies for the next 14 years of my life. Yeah, right. Dude, dude I, I did like that a lot. That's, that's fair. It's your lying thing all too. So, uh, yeah, I guess my moral of the story is don't ask me for relationship advice because I don't even like them. I think the idea is sort of weird. At least you're brutally honest about you. You're so rough with it. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Now that I can give you some pointers on. And then you no. skitty skitty boom boom, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might have. Bursted alone. My my preference is like boom goes the dynamite. Sometimes I will say one there it is. Well, like I am not opposed to in that in that final moment. 
in that moment of glory, I'm not opposed to saying something goofy. Because at that point, it's pretty much done anyway. Right. You know. Someone, like, get upset with you, even though it's been done, and you said something goofy? Like, I've seen the light. Yeah. Have you ever, like, had a chicken? No, because I don't, I don't think I've seen anything ridiculous. And like, dude, that's a situational thing. Like, if you pick a chick up at a bar, and during the night, you're just like, I, I don't know. If you, like, if you would sing smacking bags or something like that, you can't expect that to go well. <laughs> but, like, I guess if you've been dating someone for a while, and you know that they, you, they laugh at shit that you say, then maybe you can get away with saying, like, boom goes dynamite or... I can't believe my dick just barfed that much or something like that. Like, I don't know. Uh, can you feel it in between your cheek chat? Like, something like that. Yeah, can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> it's like, can you feel it coming that's all. in your first tonight? Oh, I, I would say hair. Oh. I don't know. You like hairy spots? No. Well, yeah. I was saying, but it doesn't bother me. I ain't no wrong with it, dude. A little, little natural bush going on. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have a preference, really. He doesn't like that. <laughs> I wish they could see your face right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe I'm just too picky. I mean, I also see. RJ, why are you over here hating all vagina, dude? Don't act like you don't like vagina, too. Well, <laughs> vaginas. you like vaginas. <laughs> These are facts, but I think uh, I think we should probably wrap it up here. Soon. Nah, bro. Yeah, it's. I'll go skitty skitty boom boom on them. Yeah, it's time for me to do that. I know. Well, we've got some interesting things coming up. RJ is going to be live at a music show. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to make that sound as nerdy as as fifties as possible. He's going to be a band a, camp. Rocky's going <laughs> to Rocky. RJ is going to be at one of those rock and roll shows tonight. <laughs> I'll probably have like something the page or something like that. RJ's about to get a skate skate. Yeah, he's going to be live from the. He's going to have his own. Is correct. Gummy yeah, pirates like Vito, who is on Bread and Circuses, which you can check out on Stitcher or Facebook or YouTube. His show is tonight in Columbus, so if you're listening live, look uh, Pirates Life up on Facebook and you can get all the information you need. Show theme to our Bread and Circus podcast by Pirates Life. So you've heard it there. For the Grilled Cheese Blues one. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, yeah, that, yep, it was the Grilled Cheese Blues one. But anyway, so we've got that. We've got you guys tomorrow. We'll have Bread and Circuses and Bad Dinner Guests. Videos up with full with commentary. Sean B's going to be putting some there. Uh, so just keep in touch, stay in tune, and as always, nighty night. We be slapping bags.